Good morning, good morning, good morning. What is good, divine dolls, my little sweet apple dumplings? Listen, today is Sunday. I got to sleep in um, for whatever that is worth, okay? It felt so good. It just hear like the birds and everything and stay cuddled up in bed. And it is 7.03 when I saw the news. I sat up in bed. I'm sitting up in bed right now. I saw the title and y'all, oh my goodness, this is so amazing. Let's just jump right into it. It's a seven minute video and it says breaking news. Carly Russell found alive. So grateful. So thankful. Um, and what it says here when it says search for Russell, cause I'm not sure if they're going to read it. It says last seen around 9 30 PM Thursday, um, on interstate, um, I 40, I four, five, nine. She called in 911 for possible child on road and a witness reported possible gray vehicle with man. Now, yesterday I was kind of trying to explain the terrain and how it looked. It's a little different than what we're used to out here in California. We do have lights al along the road and more kind of like contained highways and freeways. And so this was out an uh, open strip of just, um, if you ever get a chance to look at some of the stuff from her case, they showed about four minutes um, of where she had slowed down and she put on her emergency brakes. And you see just all these vehicles passing by, but it was pitch dark. No, um, no street lights or anything like that. And then you... Uh, see how short of a this time it was from the time that she slowed down, put on her emergency lights, and um and within that four minutes the police uh showed up on the scene, but it it was it was too late she had already been picked up so let's go ahead and listen to see what what happened here I'm so happy. Oh was driving down I four fifty nine around nine thirty Thursday night when she called nine one one to report seeing a child along the highway. She also called her sister in law to report that she was going to stop after she saw that child. Now before she stopped she was telling her sister-in-law that she saw the kid and she pulled over she got out of the car and suddenly her sister-in-law said that she heard her scream and then there was silence carly hasn't been seen or heard from since then that again that was thursday night and the police say one witness said that they saw someone in a gray vehicle a man near that area we're still working to get details on that but what you're looking at right now is video of what we believe or could be carly's car the night of all of this happening on i-459 and yeah and y'all it is creepers um I usually take a thumbnail of the the video that I'm I'm citing or you're listening to and they show footage of you're going to see how dark it was and you're going to see her light flashing although the interesting thing is that this looks like around the time that the police department um showed up that's that big bright light blue light when they start to put on they've identified the vehicle and they put on their um their their lights L marker 11 the car you see at the distance with the flashers on, we believe that to be her car. And the police here pulling up a few minutes later on the scene. This has been an incredible 
in, just story, just knowing that this young lady is alive at this time. And this is the video that WBRC obtained from traffic cameras the night that Carly Russell was said to have disappeared off of I-459 at mile marker 11. Again, tonight, the community elated. This was yes. earlier today as search crews came <sighs> together at the Hoover Met to look for her. Her mother and father telling WBRC that they were overwhelmed with the outpouring of support that they have received from their family, friends, and even strangers. Her mother telling us people were just coming up to her, hugging her to let her know that they could not sit at home while her baby was missing and they were going to help her in any way that they could. You can see Anaya Blanchard's mother there on top of mm -hmm. that truck. She joined in on the search to help with all of this. She said she was angry about the alert system in our state because it is pretty much non-existent before for people like Carly Russell who go missing adults. And she tonight confirming to us before we got all of the updates from police that Carly had been found and returned home and now she is at UAB hospital being cared for and evaluated. This is incredible. Take a look at this video here earlier from uh, some of the neighborhoods that uh, our house, this is the house of the neighborhood where Carly returned home minutes after she was found, after she returned there. You can see the police lights in the distance. Hoover police confirming to WBRC they received a phone call around 1045 that she had returned home. Fire department showed up, police showed up, of course, to look her, her, look her over, see how she was doing. They took her to UAB hospital where she is being evaluated right now. Taylor Pollock is there at the scene. We have our crews there speaking with family. Taylor Pollock saying that she spoke to a friend who just says she's happy to have her home. And that has been the message throughout the duration of these last 48 hours. People just wanted Carly Russell to be returned home alive. Yes. And so they're showing like um from a distance her house. Very nice residential um area. It looks like she might be a nurse on the initial thumbnail that I put up. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be the one where it looks like she's in a medical jacket or, or stuff like that. Um very nice suburban area, um, upscale neighborhood and stuff. And so it sounds like she got home and so I absolutely respect the privacy surrounding it because you better bet that, that by now they would have been like, yeah, this guy captured her and took her and whatever. And, you know, she was able to escape and that type of thing. But it sounds like they're not really going to really discuss that at this point in time. Y'all, this just, you know, while I was sleeping, there was motion and things happening and stuff. And so I'm sure we'll hear more as things go on. As as time goes on and progresses, but I'm just so thankful that she's alive. And I think that again, we but I I love to see the the changes and the patterns, the way that we used to do things. We're learning to work together, look out for each other, work as a community, you know. And um, this is definitely a a move in the right direction, right? 
five and safe. And that is the most important detail that we can give you tonight, that she is home right now. The community coming together, the outpouring of support that I have witnessed from this community, the news media, everyone joined in mm -hmm. on making sure that everyone saw Carly Russell's picture. Everyone knew who to look for, and it has been ongoing 24-7 around the clock. And the community so proud of the outpouring of support that this family has received and they have said the support they have received has been overwhelming for them her mother listening to her and her father remain strong and oh lean on gosh. their faith in all of this as they continued to look for her again it's been 48 hours she went missing thursday night and here we are tonight a little bit after what time is it now y'all after midnight and oh wow we're giving you this wonderful news wow. that she has returned home. She is being evaluated, but the most important detail is that she is alive and as is being evaluated right now. Now I am being told that we have a crew in the neighborhood at her house where she returned and we're going to go to them in just a few minutes. But again, Angela Harris, who was Anaya Blanchard's mother, confirmed to us about all of this and let's go now to our own anchor wbrc anchor janice rogers janice can you tell me where you are and what you know about all of this so far hey Brittany, uh i am at home actually at this moment we had written over to uh where carly russell lives i'm back home now but i had gotten i've been talking to angela harris as you mentioned um about this case tonight what she knew if she had any information about some of the rumors we were hearing and I said, well, certainly if you learn anything, please call us and let us know. And she called me right before 11 o'clock and said that the, she was crying on the phone, mm -hmm. saying that they had found her, that she was alive. Again, like you had already reported, she'd been dropped off uh, at her family's home hmm. and that they were, um, that she appeared to be in shock and that they were going to take her to UAB Hospital, which we now know that they did. Uh, oh but just God. hearing Angela cry, as most of our viewers will know, Angela Harris, Anaya Blanchard's mother, who sadly had gone through this, mm -hmm. uh, but her daughter ended up uh, being murdered and not coming home. But she had been helping this family uh, through their uh, concern of trying to find their daughter over the past couple of days. And um, she's the one who told us about it tonight, that she indeed is alive, but in shock, as she described it. Absolutely. Janice, you said that she was dropped off at her house. Mm -hmm. Do you know more That's about that? I don't at this okay. point, and Angela did not either. But um, the fact that she was dropped off at her house, we was, you know, that was that was pretty surprising, and you can only imagine the relief among her family. And you know, this more of this will unfold. I'll probably do one or two more, because to me, dropped off. I was thinking like, did she Uber home? But then that means she would have to have money, and her um, the car was left with her purse and keys in the car, and her phone was left on the scene too. So how would she have gotten money? But then the thing is, if that happened and somebody, she says, like, please get me home, why wouldn't they take her to the hospital? But at the same time, again, just glad that she was at least taken home um, and is at least safe and alive. And, you know, like I said, I think that it, we just have to kind of respect that whole healing process, you know, and... I'm sure that more will unfold. Matter of fact, this this um, video is from nine hours ago. Like I said, I got to sleep in at 7.15 in the morning over here where I'm at Pacific Standard Time. And um, 
So I'm, I know I recorded about Carly yesterday. And so, yeah, I went to bed, but according, so 12 midnight, their time, they're recording this. I'm not sure where they're located out here in, um, from this news report station, but yeah, so, and you know, sometimes I wonder, like, listen, if I was a um, news reporter, like, tell me all the tea, like, what had happened, but I get it, it's almost like, you know, sometimes when there's a funeral, and the person passes away, and this happens a lot, like, on Facebook, and it will be, you know, like, um, I, I remember, um, it's happened several times, and all you'll hear is, you know, my son is no longer with us, or my husband has passed and stuff, and you're like, what happened? And nobody says anything in the comments out of respect for what's happening, and so, you know, sometimes you'll, like, even look at the obituary and, and stuff like that, and it will just be straight, clean, cold, like, you know, um, their last day or that type of thing, but it, it doesn't really tell you, like, if it was a cancer or a hit and run or you know, something tragic or, you know, if they had a stroke or heart attack and stuff like that. So these things happen. But at the end of the day, what, what's important is that she's safe. I I think definitely a long, grueling 48 hours. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, it's going to hit different tonight when you know you can sleep and your baby's back home. But we need more stories like this, y'all. You know, when I think about all of the missing um, women and children, black women and children, you know, uh, we've got to turn things around the way that we do stuff. So let me just go ahead and finish playing. It's like one more minute of the video and then we're going to hop off here. Literally just woke up. I started drinking some water because that that, you know, kind of be, tends to be my pattern and stuff like that. So literally just waking up and I reached for my laptop to just kind of, usually I have music or high frequency stuff running. And, and last night I was so tired, I didn't even turn it on. So I was just going to set that up. And sure enough, I saw this headline. So this is awesome. Uh, the neighbors who had held that vigil that, that we all saw this week, mm -hmm. uh, yesterday, uh, to try to bring her back. So you know, you've been talking about it, a lot of prayers. Uh, people really were engaged in this story. And, you know, regardless, it doesn't matter what happened. We'll learn the details later of why she disappeared, what happened to her. Um, but right now the relief is that she's alive and she's back with her family. Absolutely, Janice. Thank you so much. And again, that is the most important detail. 25-year-old Carly Russell has returned home. She is being evaluated at UAB Hospital. She is alive. And that is the most important detail of this entire story. We will keep you updated. The next update will be at 5 oh. on our morning newscast. We thank you for joining us tonight. And we definitely are glad, very glad that Carly Russell is home tonight. Thank All right. Well, then let's go look at their uh, 5 o'clock news, y'all. Let's let's look and see what they have for five. So community together search for that was seven hours ago. So where's the video that I just saw? Oh, did they go live? Let me see live. Oh, okay. So they have a breaking news coming at nine thirty, and that was their last post there. So let's just check one more thing real quick. Carly Russell. Oh my gosh. So this one is from an hour ago and it's three minutes. So it says Carly Russell found alive. Alabama woman vanished 
after stopping to help toddlers. So let's go ahead and um, uh, look at this. Scott, how does this work? Commercial. Longest three seconds ever. Okay. I do want to get to some breaking news coming in out of Hoover, Alabama. The 48-hour-long search for Carly Russell now over after the 25-year-old apparently showed up at her family's home last night. Hoover police providing an update saying Russell has been taken to a hospital as she appeared to be, quote, in shock. The investigation into Russell's disappearance began Thursday night when Hoover police say she called 911 and a family member to report stopping to help a toddler she found wandering along Interstate 459. Her family reports she screamed and the line stayed active, but Russell was no longer there. Police say they found Russell's car and belongings on the side of the interstate and no sign of a child anywhere. Hoover police have not announced a news conference just yet to provide more information, but I do want to play for you just a portion of the news conference they did hold Friday where they discussed how all of this played out. On July the 13th at approximately 9.34 p.m., the Hoover 911 Center received a call from a 25-year-old female on I-459 southbound near mile marker 11. She reported that she saw a toddler walking on the side of the interstate. After calling 911, the caller stopped to check on the child and also called a family member to report the same details. The family member lost contact with the caller, but the line remained open. Police officers who were already en route to the location of the initial 911 call located the female's vehicle as well as some of her belongings at the scene. They were unable to find her or a child in the area, and Hoover police had not received any additional calls of someone missing a small child. Carly got off work around 8.20 p.m. from a business at the Summit in Birmingham. She's also believed to have stopped to pick up food from a business at the Colonnade before driving towards Hoover on I-459, where she stopped near mile marker 11. That location is between the Galleria flyover and exit 10 for Highway 150. A single witness has reported possibly seeing a gray vehicle with a light-complected male standing outside of Carly's vehicle, but we have no further information on that individual or the vehicle at this time. So again, that right there is a photo of Carly Russell. Once again, this breaking news that we are following on a big story that is making the rounds all over news outlets and social media here out of Hoover, Alabama, where the 48-hour-long search for Carly Russell is now officially over. The 25-year-old showing up at her family's home last night, Hoover police providing the update and saying that Russell has been taken to a hospital and appeared to be, quote, in shock. We are going to continue to follow the latest here on this story, and we'll bring you updates right here on Live Now from Fox. Wow, y'all. So, let me see. That's one hour ago. Um, 49 minutes. Let's see. This one is 1 minute and 30 seconds. It looks like they're doing um, a live coverage, but it has other topics in there, and I don't want to click on that. But let's see. So, 11 hours ago, 14 one day ago. Okay, so this is going to be the last one. This one is um, from 49 minutes ago, 1 minute and 30 seconds. Originality of is course. overrated. Want to cook something new? 
watch this. Longest three seconds ever. First, we want to get right out to WVTM 13's Maddie Davis. Now, Maddie, Carly Russell returned home last night, days after she vanished from the side of I-459 in Hoover. So what else do we know about her return? Well, Magdala, Hoover police tell us they received a call uh, that Carly had returned home to her house here in Hoover. However, those details uh, surrounding her uh, disappearance still remaining unclear this morning. And uh, police began investigating when she was reported missing Thursday night. And after that was after receiving a call from her saying she saw a toddler on the interstate. A search for her continuing through the weekend, but ending around 1045 last night when police got that call that Carly was home. Hoover PD responding to the scene to investigate. Fire medics also providing or arriving to assess Carly and transport her to the hospital. And what oh, her best friend is in tears, y'all. Oh my gosh. From what we uh, were last told, Carly <laughs> remains in the hospital this morning. Her return to home ending a 48-hour search grabbing national attention. Again, those uh, circumstances surrounding her disappearance still unclear this morning. We're hoping to he uh, hear from officials here with Hoover PD soon, but we will, of course, keep you updated on this. Live in Hoover this morning, I'm Maddie Davis, WVTM 13. Well, thank you, Maddie. And interesting, too, because I know um, not on this video, but in the previous comments on the other video, <clears throat> there's some confusion. Some people kind of feel like, well, where is the toddler? What happened to the toddler? Um, I think that, and, and you know, like time will tell, right? But some, you know, be, when uh, when I recorded yesterday, some of the people were saying like, this could be a tactic that is used by, you know, like human traffickers or the Mexican cartel, where it's kind of like they use a child to lure people in. And people were saying like, well, how do you know it's going to be a woman? Majority, it, if it's, it, the, the odds are more likely that it's going to be a woman that's going to be inclined to pull over. And so I think that that's what they bank on. And I feel like, you know, if it had been a male, maybe that person would have just come out and said like, oh, no, it's fine. It's my son or something or whatever. But again, if you're using it, like maybe you don't know. Sometimes they try to um, have like a organ harvesting, then the males can get it too. You know, just get snatched up and now they're using your liver and cornea and all this other stuff. Who knows? Who knows? So, but, um, and so with that being said, if, you know, who knows? Um and so there is no discussion of having to, to, to save a child or anything like that. Um, definitely look like somebody did that to kind of like bait and switch type of a thing. So, yeah, y'all, I'm this is great news to wake up to. I'm still trying to decide if um, it's, it's 730 in the morning. We might go for an early walk. I usually don't wake up Bruno earlier than eight o'clock, although I'm pretty sure he can hear me you know, t talking and stuff like that, but he's been, he's been quiet. So, um, yeah, I usually don't wake him up any earlier than eight o'clock, but I know if I tell him we're going to go for a walk early yesterday, I took him early and he lost his mind. He knows several words. Like he knows, like, do you want to treat? Um, do you want to go for a walk? Um, I think he might like a little bit like, do you want a snack? Of course, his, you know, 
sit down, those type of things like that. But um, his reaction is so funny. Um, sometimes if he's sleeping, I'll just be like, Bruno, do you want a snack? <laughs> and he will just like pop his head up and like all, ears all, you know, up and eyes all big and stuff like that and stuff. It's, it just cracks me up a little bit. But yeah, so, you know, and kind of another thing that I was paying attention to in the news was the guy that, so there's a couple other things going on. There was a guy that broke out of his, out of prison um, unfortunately he had toe tagged his, um, one of his former girlfriends and, um, they had taken him in, on bail and he escaped from a gym, uh, like there's a gym workout area. He got on the equipment, took some bed sheets and hopped over. And by the time they were able to get to where he was, he had already escaped. And so that had been, I think, was it like just shy of 10 days? So nine to 10 days. But I'm glad they dragged his ass back in. Um, uh, I want to say it was late last night. I remember seeing it before I fell asleep last night. Um, he, he was camping in, in a couple's backyard. And so they took a golf course out there. He and his wife went out there and he confronts the guy. And the guy's like, oh, I'm just, you know, camping out here. And and so because of all the news press and coverage the the husband recognized like, oh, snap, this guy's still in his prison garb and stuff like that. And he um, got his wife into the golf cart and they, you know, like left the scene, called the police. And so from there, they were able to get some uh, dogs to sniff and hunt him right down. And so I know that 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 was also a very stressful situation to be in. He was considered to be armed and dangerous. Um, he had gone to another ex-girlfriend's um, house, I think the mother of his child, and set her house on fire. And he was trying to get into her house. Um, and thankfully, for whatever reason, she wasn't there or he couldn't get in. But he was just on a murderous rampage type of a thing. And so... Um, yeah, I'm just glad that he's off the street too. And another uh, common thing that's going on right now, July 16th, uh, Sunday, 2023, time I'm recording this, is that uh, the Gilgo um, Beach um, serial killer, uh, looks like he's wanted for, uh, they're, they're saying there could be up to 11 individuals who lost their lives. And this is that um, older white male that was an architect and he used to work at a um, women's domestic violence center. So, you know, it's not so often we get good news and and, and it kind of sucks because part of it is, you know, predicated off of the bad news and stuff like that. But at least we're, um, you know, I, I don't know, kind of just covering stuff and. It's good. It's good to see, you know, how things can work. I know for the Gilgo serial killer guy, it's been 10 to 13 years. So, you know, that just overlaps with some of the more current things. You know, Carly Russell was missing for 48 hours. And then the other guy was had escaped for 8 to 9. I know it was for sure it was either 9 or 10. It was like right on the cusp of the 10th day. Um, that he was captured and stuff like that. So, but at the end of the day, it's all welcome, welcomed news, um, considering everything else that's going on. So yeah, I hope you all have an amazing day 
And um, I definitely, I took kind of like a quote unquote Sabbath yesterday. I, that was a religion I grew up with. And so it, that's one thing I, you know, I, I take away something from everything I've been in. Um, and so I just allowed myself to rest yesterday. And then today I look forward to putting out some, a trading video. Um, for, for those of you who want to join me for the trading view, I think that that's going to be a gem. Um, and then I, I'm going to work on my second channel and, um, getting that set up. And then tomorrow I'll be hearing from one of the law offices to get my LLC set up. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Let me, uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be hot today. Yesterday was boiling hot. But um, I, I was happy that I got my walk in early yesterday. So we'll probably do that again today. And um, yeah, I already kind of know what I want to do for a smoothie and stuff like that. But yeah, y'all, even as I'm talking about it too, like it's weird, even though I'm talking about different stuff, like Carly's just on my mind because, you know, I'm so happy she's alive. And I think that one of the things that makes it so sad is like, I could have been here and going about life and if she wasn't here with us, it'd be like, oh my goodness, she didn't get to just enjoy being around her family and doing what she loved at work and, you know, enjoying life and, and enjoying the weekend and the summer and stuff like that. And so it does bring me comfort that she has been taken care of, that she has been found alive and you know, it, it will take time, you know, just like with anything else. Sometimes I think that we underestimate that it, it takes time for people to heal. And, but I'm, I think as I was talking about breakfast, it's like, she's going to be able to have breakfast at home and be with her family and be hugged and cared and loved on and, you know, can go back to work and, and, you know, like I said, it will be a healing process, but it's so good to be alive. I was talking with my dad yesterday and, you know, we were joking about this thing called life where it's just kind of like, yeah, sometimes it can take you for a little spin. But at the end of the day, it's good to know that you every day you get another chance to try to be the best version of yourself and to really hit your goals and and to hit your targets. And I think part of what is so frustrating, you know, I talk about how people can reach their potential or not. And a lot of times when you have these people that are out here with malicious intent and toe tagging people and stripping people of their opportunity to experience the beauty of life, you know, to really cultivate, cultivate themselves when you talk about predatory behavior, where, you know, they're just looking to exploit people, um, whether it's men, women and children, and they don't even have a fighting chance to be, figure out what it means to be excellent and to be successful and to um, really take on, you know, the the higher frequency side of life, right? And stuff. And so it, it's frustrating, you know, it, it can be frustrating, but um, in, in between all of that, you know, I'm glad we have things in place a system in place to um, address the the deviance. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'll talk to you later. Be blessed. Have an amazing day. Get to hear a little bit of the birds. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'll talk to you later. Bye.